When most people think of Boston, they think Red Sox, Harvard University, clam chowder, and maybe some colonial history involving throwing tea into a harbor. What many people don't know is that Boston is actually home to a vibrant and lively drag scene as well. That's right, Bostonians. Gone are the days of huddling underneath your covers watching reruns of RuPaul's Drag Race, and gone are the days of traveling three hours to New York City to see great drag shows or brunches. Boston is home to a tight-knit, though ever-expanding community of drag queens who are both passionate about their work as a performer, but also about the city they perform in. With wigs towering impressive heights, gorgeous contour-sculpted smiles, and swishing glittery costumes, Boston's drag community is one of love, acceptance, and support. We recently spoke with three Boston-area drag queens about what got them into performing and what makes Boston such a unique place to participate in the drag scene. Regina Jackson, a Boston-area drag queen who started participating in drag during the pandemic, explained a little of what it was like entering an already tight-knit drag scene. Boston's, because of the size comparison, like, so like New York is huge. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of opportunities for drag. Boston just has a little bit more of, like, a niche drag setting, just due to the smaller population than, like, other cities. Um, so with that, there is, you know, like less opportunities for, um, uh, for like new people to kind of start out. However, there is, a, this past summer, there was a lot of new like open stages that opened up. Um, so there was one hosted by, um, their name is JP, just JP, and they hosted a open stage at Jocks on Mondays. Um, and this was a completely open stage, anybody of any talent level could go and join and it was a really great way to meet some like veterans who kind of came around and also some like other new people so now there's this new uh uh pandemic generation i guess as we're calling it often of a bunch of the pandemic babies drag babies that are kind of blooms from the pandemic and are now stepping into the boston scene as the older ones have retired um uh, after the pandemic Awesome. Um, yeah. 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 So it's very, um, although it's niche, like it's again, like everybody knows everybody kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So like when she performed like three or four times, the word kind of gets around. Um, and a lot of like the veterans are like going around, seeing you, checking you out, inviting you to their shows. So it's a really, it's a really warming and welcoming environment in Boston, even though it is small. Pat N. Pending, another drag queen from Boston, spoke about what it was like being new to the drag scene and how the community accepts newcomers. I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out kind of what niche Boston has because I am very new to the scene. I only started performing this past summer, Um, but it seems like everyone is just willing to help out each other, which I think is the case for every city. Um, I think there are one of the things, I think there are a few venues to perform um at least like at nighttime but i think that means that like you kind of get to know or at least see the people perform at different venues so it is a very close like community that you know of a lot of every or everyone which um yeah is pretty cool and while each drag queen may have their own unique style of makeup, clothing, and performance, the one thing each of these performers have in common is their passion and dedication to their art. Even though Pat and Pending is new to the scene, he's already fallen in love with the community. I really like the 
adrenaline rush and just like showing the work that I put into, like I said, with all those things, the makeup, the outfit, the mix. Um, I really enjoy making my mixes of like incorporating music, um, pop culture references and all that. And just like showing people and kind of making them laugh or at least be entertained during those mixes. Um, so that's my favorite part and the adrenaline too like i mentioned before i actually have had to like realize as i'm starting to perform more just like i need to kind of hone the adrenaline in a different way of like not just being frantic like kind of being conscious of it so i think it's a cool experience that i don't get like at my day job coding just jp even wishes they had started drag sooner I realized that that was my calling. That was the thing that I wanted to do with my life is to make people happy. And drag allows me to do that while being fabulous. So <laughs> there is nothing to lose. Um, there is a toll in the body. Like I've been doing drag for five years. I started doing drag when I was 25, I'm 30 now. And you know, there is a toll in the body. Um, I, I sometimes wish that I had started doing drag sooner, um, just so I could, um, like, really hone in on the skills that I, because, like, right now, like, it's really, like, my body, it's really hard, like, my it's really, really, uh, you know, it hurts sometimes. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but my favorite part of drag is making people laugh and making people and as for plans to move to a bigger city with a bigger drag scene, Regina is planning to stick around. I'm staying in Boston for right now. Uh, my plan is to still do, like, um, keep up with my brunch um, in Article 24. And then I'm also working on a, a queer improv show um, that's going to be happening oh. at Jocks as well. And that's going to incorporate um, a little bit more than just drag queens. Like, we're looking to get a troupe of true queer um, and uh, by POC actors and performers to kind of get this little troop together um, so we can kind of integrate drag and those other talents that don't have as much recognizable um, uh, places to perform in Boston as well because it's a lot of it, the nightclub, sorry, a lot of the nightlife is very heavily drag-based, mm -hmm. so it kind of leaves out an opportunity for other uh, talents to kind of come around and showcase their what they got, so we want to make a really inclusive space for those uh, people that don't have as much of like a different output. So we're putting that together. Uh, so those are going to be kind of like the two main shows that we're working on. And probably, you know, future goals would be, um, I would love to move some drag to like the North Shore. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's, again, it's very far and few between. Yeah. And those that like are on the North Shore don't want to like, drive 45 minutes into bus and yeah. find parking and all that so it's like oh there's a track brunch at the my favorite restaurant down the street yeah. i'm gonna go um and it kind of branches out that way so everybody has like an equal opportunity to experience um this great the nightlife art form 